This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news, or lack of news, in the case of this episode. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as, with me as always is my brother in basketball, John. John, what's up? Man, fuck news. News, <laughs> yeah, news. news is corny as hell. Fuck you, news. News, man. Yeah, I don't Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Need your yeah. ass. You think you better than us not even being around in September? Yeah, come on, NBA. Come on, come on, news. Get your shit together. Yeah. The NBA, the NBA offseason was lit for a few months there, and now it's just kind of where the tumbleweeds have started. But season, season just around the corner, though. That's usually what happens. It's like shit gets crazy, and then it's like there's a little lull where we get reckless. Football starts, you know. Right. Shout out Oh, yeah, Eagles. football. Uh, whatever. Screw the NFL. I ain't, I ain't about that life. You ain't a if – you, if you – if you follow any other sport besides the NBA, you ain't a real hooper. I'll put it out there. That's just not true. Okay. All right. Here's the I thing. Guess I, Every... I guess I do. I do follow surfing. I also follow. Yeah, you do follow surfing. 
Right. And probably some other weird sports. The sport of gods, surfing, John. Ugh. Okay. Every year I do it. Every year I'm like, that's it. No more football. I'm done. And then it just right, brings you back. They pull, they pull you back in. Yeah. Car- Not me, though. Carson Wentz. I tapped out. Carson Wentz, that dude. Uh, you know what you should try? Having a kid. Just try having a kid. That'll, that'll really eat into your uh, Sundays. <laughs> that, that'll mess up your Sundays. You know what? I was thinking that. And t- your wallet. hey I was thinking that, though, today. I was like, you know what's really great? about like not doing channel 101 or like struggling to be an artist is like mm. I don't have to work on Sundays anymore oh damn well I guess I, I shouldn't let you know that I'm coming back to channel 101 shooting a pilot soon uh, don't ask for help on a Sunday watch out watch out for it watch out for it that's the problem coming soon it's like all the filmmakers they don't like sports so they're always like yeah okay can you help I'll be like sure and they're like all right 11 o'clock Sunday and I'm like no it's an Eagles game I'm not I'm not going to that shit uh, I know no, no one cares no one cares about this conversation right now <laughs> I, I think they do I think they do right. well, what else any 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 hot topics any hot NBA topics John I think that you mentioned I got go one ahead, topic go and that go is ahead. the disrespect and slander mm. to Carmelo Anthony this uh, have you seen the ESPN list uh, the ESPN rank, which is designed to stir up controversy. Yes. Yeah, but... You fell for it, John? You fell for it? I didn't fall for it because I didn't even read the thing. So take okay. that. So right. take that, ESPN. Uh, but look, you can't... It's one thing to have Carmelo ranked outside the 20s or 30s. or I get that. But you can't have Lonzo Ball ahead of Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> you can't have... Like Robert Covington ahead of Carmelo Anthony, like you can't do that. We all know this. Like, come on, let's not disrespect uh, a guy. Who... I disrespect him. I think he's too high, man. I I would take Lonzo or Covington above. No, him. you wouldn't. You're an idiot. But I'm known. I'm a known Carmelo hater. I don't think. I don't think Carmelo's not the type of guy you can win with. Like you just. I just don't want him. He's one of those guys where I just don't want him on my team. He's like Dwight Howard. Just get off my team. You know? Yeah, but everyone always says that about a guy until they win. They all said no, it about Kyrie John, Irving. You said it that, too, and it's all like that's such this guy a false... can't win. This guy can't win. They said that about LeBron. They said that they said that about Michael Jordan. They said all he right, couldn't again, win. He scores too much, and then now they're like con- he's the goat. You're conflating. You're conflating days. Like you're lumping me in with all these days. I never said LeBron. There are some players I think you can win with. Some players you, I don't think you can win with. There's some players who haven't won who I think you can win with. Carmelo's not one of them. All right. If he wins, great, great for him. He'll prove me wrong. But. I think he's just a ball stopper. I think he's a bad teammate, and by all accounts, he's he's not the best off the court. So I don't want him on my team. Sorry, but I mean, Robert I mean, Covington is the guy you can win with. No, but he's a good piece. Like he's a, he's a you know he's going to contribute to good team basketball. I mean, this this conversation's hack. Like we people have had this conversation a billion times about you know whether Carmelo is yeah. Good but or here's not. the problem: those conversations were happening amongst losers and not the greatest right. podcast That's true. in the world. That's true. That's so those true. were all warm-up acts to right. the real conversation, which is right. you right disrespect This is the definitive Carmelo. Carmelo debate. This is the debate. I'll, fucking dis- I'll disrespect Carmelo all day, man. Like, what What did that guy do, you know? I don't know. Won an NCAA championship. Won oh, great. multiple great. Olympic gold medals. Oh, John, uh, next how time, about this? Next time Played he- an actual NBA basketball game, something Lonzo Ball hasn't done. Well, Lons is way better. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, all right, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? ESPN disrespected him. They should have disrespe- disrespected him harder, in my opinion. He's washed. He's old. He's washed. He's done. I don't even want to hear about him. Oh, my God. Um, 
All right, so a little, so we're doing something a little different this episode. I did an interview with the creators of Game of Zones. Uh, Game of Adam. Zones! Is that their theme song? I've never seen the show. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's how it goes. It goes, Game of Zones! 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 Game of Zones! Game, game, game of Zones! Zones, Zones! Game, game, game of Zones! All right, is that it? No, that's not how it goes. No, no, that's not it, John. Sorry. That's not how it goes. Um,. If you haven't watched it, it's an excellent NBA. No, I cartoon. have watched it. It's great. It's 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 hilarious, yep. right? It's and trust me, trust me. You know, as a NBA content creator myself, cartoon content. I'm cartoon even in the same genre. Wow. All right. Uh, Some say I'm you created the genre. I think, so, I think Game of Zones came before me, but yeah. Uh, um, I'm in, I judge I judge other NBA stuff really harshly, and I honestly can say I'd I love the Game of Zones. It's so well done. The attention to detail is incredible. So, anyways, we're gonna run uh, we're gonna run an interview with the creators uh, Adam and Craig Malamut right here. Okay, I guess let's let's like start. I'll start the official interview. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you guys. Write, direct, and do the voices of Game of Zones, correct? Yeah. yeah. We also animate. We do some animation. We do everything. We used to do all the animation, um, but now we have um, animators who do that. So I think for our like for our listeners, it's kind of like a dream job. So how does one get that job? How did you guys you know go from wherever you were to you know making this hit uh, NBA series? Yeah, well, it starts off really sadly with being alone a lot doing Lynda.com tutorials yeah. <laughs> and learning how hard and boring animation is. Right, if you're okay with loneliness, <laughs> yeah. then you can do anything. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the reason – I knew I could – this is Adam talking, and, and I'm a little older than Craig, and we're brothers if anyone doesn't know that. And, uh, and uh, I what I like about animation is that – you can control everything and and do it your way and all it takes is time like if you can do everything it just it just takes time and you got to learn how to do it but like when you do like a real shoot like a live action shoot you need like all the people to be there at a certain time and like then someone screws up and whatever like with animation it's like it takes a lot of time but you can control everything and make sure it's right and uh i don't even know what that is so that's so adam's saying he's a control freak yeah and this allowed and enabled him to do that but the thing is that like uh i don't know we just didn't have like the economies of scale to have a people so we just did it ourselves right we just wanted to this is not a good answer either yeah (laughs) by the way just by the way for the record no it's great it's great be lonely yeah uh subscribe to lynda.com yeah Yeah. and there there you're on your way get confused Um, so you get lonely and you do a lot of tutorials, then you make stuff alone in your room by yourself because you're a control freak. And then you hope to God that someone cares about what you made. Right. You have to be very patient with like 500 views on a YouTube video, which yeah. are largely your own from refreshing it. Yeah. And then a Philly blog, in our case, picked up with this cartoon. We uh, Actually, it was just me at that time. Uh, did about uh, Chase Utley and Ryan Howard talking about how much they love hitting home runs. And uh, they share it with more people. And then... Uh, then a friend of mine at Yahoo was like, hey, you should do um, a show out of this for us for Yahoo Screen. And then uh, that's when Craig joined up and started uh, working with me. We all started working together. And we did this show called Sports Friends, which is very hard to find on the Internet because Yahoo Screen doesn't exist anymore. Oh, and, right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, this uh, sixth season of Community took all the money and then they right. went out of business. Yeah, they uh, 
that was that we when they started doing communities right around the time they told us so we're not going to be doing sports friends anymore <laughs> that, that was a great moment when we got broken up with by yahoo the executive there took us out to dinner and he's like guys i have great news and we're like wait okay cool this might not be so bad and he's like the burgers here are awesome yeah oh also the show's canceled yeah no joke and he, he didn't realize he was doing this he's like guys great news and we're like we look at each other like yes we're gonna do another season he's like the burgers at this place are amazing it's like no that's not great news i don't even i'm not even gonna eat because i'm nervous <laughs> So then you go from that somehow. I guess Bleacher Report contacts you to do to do Game of Zones then, or or to, to pitch pitch video ideas. Yeah, yeah. Ga- Game of Zones was originally an NFL concept. Uh, Game of End Zones, but we never really. Uh, yeah. well, well, what it was supposed to be. Now the truth is, it was supposed to be an episode of Sports Friends. Uh, we were kind of getting bored of what Sports Friends was, so we were thinking of changing it up. We were watching Game of Thrones at the time, and we're like, hey, the NFL is a lot like um, houses from Game of Thrones. And uh, so what if we made like Tom Brady, Jamie Lannister or something like that? And so when we met with the guy from Bleacher Report, uh, Bennett Spector, he we, we pitched them that and he was like, it's actually NBA season. You know, what if you did for the NBA? So we went back and we made a version. It was of the NBA, NBA season and, the, and NBA is more in like Turner's wheel. They just were Bleacher was just acquired by Turner. And uh, and by the way, fun fact about when the when Game of Zones was supposed to be an NFL thing. Uh, the linemen were horses. People would yeah. ride on offensive linemen. That's <laughs> yeah. something you can do in uh, an NBA. Yeah, program. there'd be plenty of players to work with in the NFL. <laughs> um, Did but you? Yeah. But were, were you happy with that change? Because I thought you guys are bigger NBA fans than NFL fans. Or uh, do I have that wrong? Uh, well, keep, uh, keep wait, wait. Keep in mind, this is an NBA podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. Craig mostly likes science. He doesn't really know anything yeah. about sports. <laughs> and uh, and I I pivot. I like both. I when I was like, younger, I was a huge NBA guy. All about like Iverson, Sixer stuff. Uh, then uh, rounds. Oh no! But I was always big Eagles too, and so I was always big football. So always both. But I kind of fell out of the NBA when like Iverson started. The Iverson team started going, getting bad, and like getting into that like NBA purgatory of like eighth CDs type stuff. And uh, then I got bored of it, and because I was more of a Sixers fan than an NBA fan, and then. Bennett wanted it to be bad. I would always follow basketball because I just generally a sports fan. And then when when uh, Bennett, the guy at uh, Bleach Report, wanted us to do it for NBA, we're like, all right, let's get back into this. And uh, and now we're like huge NBA because yeah. we follow everything. I, yeah, full like confession here. I when we made the first game of Zones, like Adam had to explain to me who Steph Curry was. <laughs> um, but then from that point forward, I like. Completely you knew who Steph Curry yet. was. You're exactly. like, I know that guy. So right. now I only pitch Steph Curry scenes. And the funny thing is, I have a terrible memory, so I forget who Steph Curry is. And now Craig can remind me. No, but um, <laughs> but now I have this like this comprehensive knowledge of everything in the NBA from like you know 2014 <laughs> yes, onwards. It goes way back. <laughs> okay, but yeah. but then if you like ask me who Rasheed Wallace is, like I literally, Greg, I have no idea. No I was idea. googling him before. He was just he's just asking me about Rasheed Wallace. Oh, um, Rasheed Wallace like, was my favorite player. He was like my favorite player for the longest time. Who? Rasheed, <laughs> your, your boy. And I'm like, Craig, get attitude. He said it was on his mind, and he's kind of like I, I could. I would say he's kind of like Demarcus Cousins in that way. Would you say he's like Demarcus Cousins? No, 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 no. Because. Rashid like cares about like I don't know. Rashid seems like like he doesn't have the worst personality in the world. I I, oh. I, I would say. Wait, do you think Demarcus Cousins has the worst personality in the I, world? I I, 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 d- I describe 
DeMarcus Cousins is having the personality of a YouTube comment section. That's how that's how I think of him. Like just all over the place. Wait, that's pretty far though. <laughs> I hate DeMarcus that's Cousins. A psychiatric disorder. If you, could, if you could tell. That's why he starts every interview. He's like, first. <laughs> first. No, haven't you ever heard all the stories about him? Like he's like renowned, like jerk, like behind the scenes. Like I, I, I vague, have vague memories of something about him bullying guys a little bit, like yeah, slapping like, dudes with towels and stuff like that. something like that. He like he like ruined a guy's. He like ruined Nick Stauskas' uh, like psyche. That's who it he's, was. Yes, but there's Stauskas. Yeah, but there's like tons of stories about how he's like the worst guy in the entire world. Like I didn't like, realize that. I didn't realize that. No. Okay. We'll you guys like to... talk talk to your like connected Bleacher Report reporters. They'll yeah. tell you all the they'll tell you all the inside scoops of what a what an asshole he is. It's like, funny because a lot of people here like him. Of, like I know a lot of people like him. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the basketball like Twitter thing to like love right like, yeah. uh, like players that like old white people hate. So right, right, right. True, true. There's like a, there's like a lot of whatever. Like, but sometimes backlash. like the old white people can get it wrong a lot, but sometimes they're right. Like you, it, it is sometimes, possible that yeah. old white people can hate a guy yeah. because he's also a, and he's also a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my yeah, that's that's where I come down with Demarcus. Um, I forgot. Oh, so Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, pop quiz. Who's Rasheed Wallace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Glenn Rice, Craig. Do you know who Glenn Rice is? I'm trying to. Just of think course, of Craig. Think of he's. Uh, he's wait, Hawks. <laughs> you were exposing yourself in a big way. We're fan. I can see our fan Guys, ticker. I down. I know the Game of Thrones part. <laughs> That's my role. Uh, by the way, he's the guy who Craig with Sarah Palin recently had. Didn't they like have sex or something? Yeah, and, that was a rumor. Se- I think it was Glenn Rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He had sex with, with Sarah Palin, but also. Yeah, you- you may know him from part. his work with the uh, yeah Sarah Palin. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so you do Game of Zones, it takes off, and you guys do everything, like as you mentioned, you do all, of, and you even do the voices. So, how? I mean, how did that come? Do you do you like do you watch the players? Do you try to? Because it seems like you're just doing British accents, uh, or do you try to mimic the players in any way? Or no, like, did, no, we, have, we we mimic characters from Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, okay. But we will like the there'll be some influence sometimes from like a player's actual like tone or personality. Like, you know, if it's like DeMarcus Cousins, he was like a real grizzly guy, you know, but it's like that's about as far. Yeah, like we'll take like the essence of them and, and they're like but we're not like doing imitations of, of them, obviously. Like we're taking right. like we're really being more true to the ch- trope that we're doing, whether that's like something from Monty Python or Game of Game of Thrones or whatever. And we're true to the trope. And then we kind of fit the players into that. Um, right, right. So that's that's more what we what we do. Yeah. So like the Harden, like the Harden character, he's like has like a Doran accent as well. Right. Trying yeah. To right. Exactly. Although it's slowly becoming Mexican. <laughs> yeah. People keep. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. It, it changed. It changed. It changed over the episodes. I noticed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's basically become Triumph the Insult Dog at this point. <laughs> but people people comment. They're like, why is somebody comments like, why is like you see people like this is awesome. That's how we like. Why is James? Could someone explain why James Harden's Mexican though? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's always people who are like, it's because he's the guy from Dorn. And, yeah, right. he's over at Martell. That yeah. was his original influence, but then, like, things will happen. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you're still in season four of Game <laughs> of Thrones, which is a weird place to be on it. But, um, James, like, once over in Martell's head explodes, like, now we ha- we're stuck with James Harden still being over in Martell. We, <laughs> yeah, we can't just kill an NBA athlete. Yeah, that can't explode his head. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, didn't we have something like. We're gonna oh. do that, but we realize we can't. He just kill James Harden because like he's still prominently featured in the right. NBA. If his head exploded in real life, then we could. Then, but then right. there'd probably yeah. be some sensitivities there. Uh, all right, so you guys, maybe do you guys have a favorite episode of uh, of all the? I mean, you've done like what? Is there sixteen episodes? How many episodes are there? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this, a ton. Well, there was there was there was eight last season. Last season, yeah, eight. Eight. And then right we now. got up to episode six, right? No, seven. So twenty-five. No, but you counting the specials? Like we did one for well, the yeah, Warriors. No, the, I don't know right. about the Warriors one. Uh, yeah. So the, the, I guess what Craig and I have decided is that we don't know how many episodes there are. Uh, do we have a favorite though? Do you have yeah. Favorite, Craig? Uh, my favorite is episode four of the recent season. I like the uh, trade scene with uh, the Raptors trade trading for um, McGee. Uh, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that's what I like too. It's fun to like we do that Monty Python scene or like combine those two scenes. It was really just taking the trope of like yelling up the castle and stuff like right, that. Right, like, right, right. Fun way to do a trade. Um, what's mine? Did you did you for last season? So you did eight episodes last season, and it was a much bigger budget, and you had much more time to do it. Um, just kind of wondering how the writing process went for those eight episodes. Was it, you know, team team by team? I guess it wasn't team by team. Or is it more like you took certain events and tried to figure out the Game of Zones version of those events that happened? One of the sort of frustrating things in areas where Craig and I get in little fights and stuff is because we try to figure out how to do inspiration. Is it like, is it new? Like, we'll check the news. We'll read the NBA stuff. We're always on RBA, like always on RBA. Like, in fact, we, they're like our like our we make these for RMBA basically like with them in mind and hope that other people right. like it um but like we're reading news but then it's like no ideas are coming from that so we'll like watch robin hood men at tights and then watch game <laughs> of thrones and because this season's more of uh, the show has become more less reliant on the show and more of just like medieval basketball world so it's really transposing what happens in the nba storylines and stuff like that into a medieval world that comes takes from like all sorts of things yeah i would right. add that uh, our basic philosophy for like last season, which was different than previous seasons, was that we had to make it way in advance. So we wanted to summarize the whole NBA season with like some of the best, like just little vignettes from like throughout the season. Uh, we knew we couldn't like exhaustively cover the season, but like uh, we knew the first episode should be about KD during free agency and like him doing his little tour and testing the market. And like there's these certain events that happened throughout the season that we we had a funny idea for. So we'd put into a scene, but it wasn't always the biggest events in the NBA because, you know, for example, the DeMarcus Cousins trade was probably the or was definitely the biggest trade last season. Um, but, you know, we just had a really funny idea for the Serge Ibaka trade that we start that like just we, we wrote more naturally and came more organically. So like uh, we went with that instead. And so uh, the the season as we uh, season four, I guess it is. Um, you can see it's like roughly chronological recap of the season, but like not obviously exhaustive. Yeah, the, yeah. The thing is that like we there, the the sort of philosophy here at Bleacher Report is like hit the big names, topical, that sort of thing. And it's not really our philosophy. We like to do the little weird stuff. It's like we like if there's like that like. Jeru this is a weird metaphor, but like when like something happens in the NBA, like everyone's talking about, there's like this Jerusalem wall of like s social stuff that's like like everyone's trying to hit the joke and get do the funny head swap and all that stuff. You got to elaborate on Jerusalem wall. Oh, it's like that wall in, <laughs> in World, World War Z. War Z. It's specifically where all the zombies are climbing up. <laughs> it's not just the Jerusalem wall. Wait, it's the wall in a zombie movie. Okay, yeah, the wall in a zombie movie where the zombies are really fast. I guess right. they don't have to be fast; they can still pile on each other. It just happens, it takes longer. Yeah. But uh, either way, that's what it feels like when, like, everyone covers, like, this moment and the moment. And we're kind of like, you know what's actually kind of funny? Like, th this guy on the bench on the Pacers or something. And um, and we like those other – like, the other stuff that people aren't talking about. Like, the magic. Like, we're more interested in whatever we just kind of find interesting. And 
And so we are philosoph- we, we that makes us butt heads sometimes with like like for example we'll get notes like they've learned to trust us here because they like we we make stuff that that's been people have liked but uh, there's sometimes like can you please make something about Russell Westbrook <laughs> and like and, and and then we're like uh, we got it uh, it's a net scene <laughs> where yeah, we'll Boyan Bogdanovich <laughs> reacts to be traded but it's cool Sean well, Patrick's in it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or you could just say, yeah, just throw Westbrook in the background like right. he's watching it. Like we I just, love, yeah, yeah. I love the way you guys drew Westbrook, by the way, with like the awful facial hair, like the prepubescent facial hair. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we can't take credit for that. Yeah, oh, okay. season we did not do the design. Yeah, we did not do Russell's head, but we oh, okay. we we gave notes on it. So you know okay. what? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank just you. take credit. Just say, yeah. just say. All right. Thank you. Thanks. What's the what's the response been? Have you gotten response from from players from? Uh, you know, agents, that sort of thing, like either positive or negative. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all been positive, to be honest. Yeah. Like, and we've gotten okay. lots of responses, and we're all honestly surprised because we take some shots at people. Like, we kind of, you know, everyone's kind of fair game, and like we kind of, we we definitely make fun of a lot of players and stuff like that, and and it's all in good fun because we we like them all. But like, I guess do we like them all. We like all the players. I think we like them all. Or, I mean, you guys like DeMarcus Cousins, and he's like by, the worst one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So well, I, by the, by the transitive Cousins property, you yeah. like them all. Right, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, like, for example, when we had Lonzo as a baby dragon, dragon popping oh, yeah. out and going, I want to play for the Lakers, Daddy. We're like, he's probably not going to like this. And uh, right. then he's he, tweet- he tweeted about it, though. Yeah. Right? He tweeted about it. Yeah, so. and he liked it. And so um, we're always surprised by how – cool people are. Mario Horzonia. We say that they basically the Raptors choose a horse over him. Yeah, and that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he liked it and Yeah, he it. put like a little crying emoji yeah, next yeah. to the video. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it was actual crying emoji though. Yeah, it could have yeah, been yeah. Yeah. Um, but he seemed to like it too and so like and, and and like a lot of like now that we do this like I used to be pure Sixers and I still love the Sixers and full on process truster. But now Craig and I kind of root for the guys who like like our cartoons. So yeah. like whenever someone like says something nice, we're like, okay, I kind of like that team now. And yeah, uh, nice. I will say this: Demarcus Cousins never said he liked Game of Zones. So. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't have a sense of humor, so I don't think yeah. he'd like it. Yeah. Uh, what about agents? Have like agents tried to like push their players on you? Like you really need to get this guy in the next season or anything like that? I guess you probably can't say. Uh, no, they haven't. No, they yeah, haven't. we could say it. no one. But that, haven't. but but that's what you would say if they were. So <laughs> right. true. You'll never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Um, and then, one, we we once ahead. heard. Uh, so right before uh, episode four came out, which was the one where uh, uh, Brooke Lopez is praying he gets traded from the Nets, we found <laughs> out that Billy King is a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we say that fool Billy King traded it. Talking about the pick, and okay. he's like that fool Billy King traded it to Boston. And it's like he was in the office right then saying, oh, I love this is where Game of Zones is made. Oh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Which... And then like the following week, that episode came out and we never heard <laughs> yeah. anything back. So maybe he hates it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, it does make it harder like because like we have to be able to, we have to be we have to be neutrally meet like to everyone. We can't have favorites because then we, we you know, we have to be mean to ever, be able to be like not mean, but like poke fun at everybody. Yeah, everyone's fair game. And we... every time someone says something nice, I'm like, oh, I can't make fun of that guy. And like yeah. and so. uh so that it causes some conflicts because. Uh, and what about the Warriors? I mean, the Warriors didn't they commission a whole episode from you guys? So are you uh, are you like forever Warriors fans then, or? Sort uh, of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but how, I mean, how was that? How was that experience? Like you're, they, they like showed it at the training camp and everything, right? And yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I, that's the thing is like they're just great. Like they're like, I, yeah, you want to hate these teams, but I then know. when you like know a person, they're just like nice. First guys, of all, it starts with Steve Kerr. Like he is like so nice and funny and like just a guy, a cool dude, and he just gets it. And um, well, what happened was. Uh, he was a Game of Zones fan, and so this is a couple years ago. This is the year before Kevin Durant came. Uh, he said it was the, the the 73 win season. Yeah. Um, he asked if we could do a custom Game of Zones uh, for their opening team dinner, like the right to kick off the season. And uh, he we talked with him and Nick Uren, the uh, one of the uh, on the coaching staff, um, and he gave us like all these inside jokes. By the about, way, Nick Uren's the guy who. Uh, is the one who had Iguodala get put on LeBron when they won. Yeah, he's like the, he made the coaching change. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. that, that that won the title. So basically, yeah. only, only he should get a ring. Everyone right. else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, so they, they worked. Go ahead. Continue. Oh yeah, so we got all these inside jokes, like this huge list, and it was really interesting just to read through these things. It was like you know, there's no like PR person involved. We just got like this. Yeah, like he, and we were surprised with the stuff he told us, and we can say this because. It's in the thing, but like he was like every time Iggy hits a three, he grabs his his junk and it says "Hold my dick," uh, and and like we're like and you know, when we're like this is you're cool with us putting this in? Like and oh he, yeah, please. He's like yeah, put it in, buddy. Okay. Um, so we we integrated all those in, and the episode itself is a little different than our other episodes. One because it's only about the Warriors, and it was. Uh, and it was also we put them in all sorts of different characters roles. Um, we made them at the wall. We made them Daenerys, Targaryen, and stuff. Um, but at, and then and then part of the deal was that we get to film their reaction while they watch at their team dinner, and that was really bizarre experience. I remember so, so yeah, we did this thing. We basically like it, that one's different also because like it wasn't crafted um, for the story or for the. It was like really just a pack in these inside jokes. It was uh, really for the Warriors. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, it was it's, for it's, their team. It but it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but it's. But it's. But it's online, right? I, I think I've watched it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I for like, I maybe watched it about a year ago, and you ha you can watch the reaction of the Warriors too, right? Yeah, yeah. we published uh, the reaction and accompanied like with an article that just explained kind of what happened, the story. Um, yeah, and, and like, but like, I remember we got the, the, the or we got the, an email that was like, "Here's the reaction, guys," and it's from this guy at Bleacher. And we're like, oh, God. Like, at the time, we had no idea how they would react to this. We had no idea if this thing was funny. Because that's the thing. When you start putting in other people's inside jokes, you just hope they think it's funny. Because right. I'm like, I, I didn't think that a lot of it was funny. And then, although, to be fair, and you might experience this with your animations, like, I completely forget what's funny. Like, the, after, like, one day of working on something. Yeah, you watch it, like, 15 times. Yeah. And you're blind to it. But, uh, but this one, we definitely, I, like, I had no idea if it was good or not. And we see the reaction and, like, like, they were cracking up at, at uh, like everyone except I think Andrew Bogut because we couldn't think hey, of him. Andrew Bogut, he just he has a he's a very like low key laugh. Well, you know, do you do you know that Bogut and I have a history? You know, uh, on on the on the podcast we play a game where we tweet at NBA players and score points if they respond. That's awesome. it's, it's called it's called Get at Me Dog. We play it each. So we've been doing it like every week for I don't know like a year and a half now. And Bogut was the one guy who really responded. Like we've gotten little responses. Like he like went after me. Like I like tweeted a few things about his neck beard at him. And then <laughs> he went he said I look like Ellen DeGeneres and like oh, he wow. got, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like got real mad. So Yeah, he's so not, I've seen that a few times. He Bogut's a guy who like will troll people like it was after he, oh, he, yeah. like, I think it's like he's like yeah. 
is it in good fun or was it like he actually was trying to make you feel I, bad? I think it was like half in good fun, half he was like pissed off because I sent like three tweets, like, you know, each one like 10 seconds after another, like about his neck beard, like just different <laughs> neck beard jokes. Like he's like, what the, why is this guy like so mad right, about my neck right. beard? Right. Well, he noticed. Well, he, well, shave. Hey, maybe yeah. next time, shave, Andrew. Yeah, How have about a that? clean line. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, uh, so our thing, we did probably couldn't really think of anything good. We didn't have anything good on him. Oh, yeah. So he just did like Australian gibberish sounds he made. He was like, oh, don't I see anybody screaming about me? I don't know anything about me. And like, uh, and he just was like, all right. That was dumb. Yeah, I kind of agreed with him. Like, yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah, his joke. We didn't get any good inside jokes. So, uh, well, like maybe be more memorable next right. time, yeah. Andrew. We yeah, have, we should have made a neckbeard joke just to, like yeah, keep they, that going. Yeah, should have. Yeah. Have you ever tried to use like Game of Zones for evil? Like, have you ever been like, you know, we're not going to put you in this season if you don't give us tickets? Like, have you gone to the Sixers maybe and been like, there'd be no Sixers this season if we can't get like courtside? Have you tried that? No. Uh, no. no. Okay, well, I mean, feel, feel free, feel free to. I mean, you guys are you, you need to abuse your power more. You're like, uh, um, yeah, well, we we should. I think we're a little scarred because our first day of police yeah. report. Yeah, uh, we like thought it was gonna be like tickets to any game we wanted. We're working at a sports company, and so like Adam, like Cats, was like. Uh, you know, the Eagles game's coming up this Sunday. He's like our new boss. So, so we, He's like, we, yeah, what about it? <laughs> we went up to San Francisco, and the first – he was, like, showing us the office. And, like, oh, and like it was, like, the Saturday before the game. Or and uh, I was like, oh, cool. It's like, you know, the uh, Eagles are actually in town playing the 49ers. Uh, be cool to go to that game. <laughs> and uh, he was yeah. just like – Yeah, it okay, doesn't look like that. yeah. yeah. And uh, so because of that, I'm, yeah, I'm so afraid to ask for things ever. Uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about the NBA. You're uh, both Sixers fans, right? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Are, I, you, I, are, are you excited? Are you not excited? What are you? Uh, how how are you feeling? Uh, I, well, I'm very excited. I, I'm very, very excited. Like more excited for basketball. Like this. Like I'm way more excited for the Sixers than even the Eagles with Carson Wentz and all that stuff. Like I, I. I, we both like love Hinky, like love thinking outside the box and like like doing like we you know when you have this kind of parody and you have these thirty, you have to do something weird and different and like it, it he wasn't breaking the rules and so I'm just it was such an interesting risky experiment and like to be able to like to like tell a town like Philadelphia like it's cool we just have to lose for five years you know. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. man, what are you telling me you're going to suck for five years, man? Like, you know, everyone, like, sport, like people call sports radio and just, you know, lose their minds over it. But I I just took so much sack to do that. And uh, and so now it's – and, like, I, I love the players that we have, and I'm, it's finally paying off. Like, I just – Embiid is just, like, one of the most likable I, – I wait, hold on. I want to ask you because I don't want to say that, like, I, I, how much I love Embiid. And then you're like, he's actually a jerk. No, no, no! I love him. Beat. Okay, cool. Beats the beats the greatest. Like, yeah, there's no, yeah. I mean, there's there's no bad stories. There's only nothing but good stories about him. Like, yeah. he's a fantastic. I mean, he may like the only. I mean, he may drink a little too much, but he just like has likes to have a good time. You know? Yeah, he's, he's also like, 23. You know, and like yeah, he's uh, like he's spotted at bars like all over Philadelphia, just being a nice guy. So yeah, I think yeah, Embiid Embiid seems awesome. Seems awesome to me. What yeah. I love about Embiid is that he seems like what you what i think like what i would be like if i was in the nba and i was right. awesome at that age like uh like he, he wore his jersey to a club like <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey hey ron artest did that first okay, okay like that, ron, ron artest was the originator okay fair 
Wait, was did he go as Ron Artest? Was he was he Ron, Ron Artest then? Yeah, he yeah, it was it was after the Lakers won the title the first I don't know, whenever Ron Artest won the title with the Lakers, he just spent the whole night in his jersey, went to the club in his jersey, like soaked in champagne. See, okay, so that, that's a you're little that's, different. That's a, that's a little different, yeah. Because they just won. Right. And weird mm-hmm. things happen when you just win. You know, like that I get yeah. it. That's that's different. I feel like Embiid did it more casually and hadn't even like really played yet. I forget when he did it exactly. But uh, yeah. and this is showing my favoritism to the Sixers <laughs> that I'm just trying to like rationalize that Joel Embiid's is way better because he's a Sixer. <laughs> uh, that's true. It, it, it is. I mean, Embiid is like the best character in the league, probably. He's awesome. Uh, I love him. I've, I'm excited about faults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not worried that like, I mean, my whole theory about faults is, uh, I I don't think he's that smart. Just based on the interviews I've seen, he didn't know how many teams were in the league. He didn't know who the leading scorer was of all time. Um, I don't like how round his face is. I think that's concerning. Yeah. I like a, I like a good chiseled face for uh, <laughs> for my superstar. So, you know, I'm a little. But, I, I mean, Mello, Mello's got a round face. Exactly, Mello sucks. Oh, yeah, ooh, yeah. got me there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know if he's smart or not. I don't know that. And you definitely want your point guard to be smart um well uh, john who i host the podcast with who he's a big sixers fan he always whenever i bring that up he's like well you don't need to be smart to do a hezzy pull-up jimbo so. <laughs> yeah but the thing is like i also think that's like you know whether or not you know who the like how many teams are in the league you know or versus like instinctually knowing who to get the ball to in a fast break you know it's like they're different kind of things so like um so I, I I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he we'll we'll see. Honestly, I just I just don't know. But uh, but I, I know that like there's just enough pieces there. Like and with Ben Simmons and with Embiid and with Fultz and with Sarich and and with uh, of course the sauce. Um, but uh, but <laughs> special co- sauce. So Robert Covington. Um, but with yeah. all those dudes, like there's just like they got so many guys now that like. It's probably okay if Fultz is bad. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, you're—I mean, you—you're basically just hoping one of those three is a superstar, and then you're—then you should be okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is with Embiid, I think he is always. Go- My fear with Embiid is I think he's always going to be a guy who gives you like thirty games. I just—I mean, I, you might be lucky if you get thirty games. Yeah. Like I just—I and my other problem with him is I can't as much as I enjoy him as a person. And as a player, when he plays, I can't enjoy watching him because I'm cringing the whole time because he right. falls so awkwardly, and I'm always mm-hmm. worried he's gonna get hurt. And he's just like, he, he, like every time you're like, he does an awesome play. It you, I also feel like, mm, but what if he gets hurt? Like, like I'm like, oh, he's so special. That means he's definitely gonna get hurt. And uh, so I spent a lot of time cringing about his how he falls and how he like it. Just he's just too athletic for that size and it's it just, like it's like having really nice furniture in your house that you never yeah. use because you don't want to stain it right or it's yeah. like or it's like when you get a brand new nice car you're just constantly worried about that right. first scratch yes right yes yeah yeah so it's like having a car that drinks shirley temples <laughs> right a car that runs on shirley temples <laughs> and has a, a nice great driver. social media presence yeah 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 um yeah, I think the over under for Philly is like forty two and a half, which seems a little high to me. I don't think uh, I don't think you guys are going to make the playoffs or anything like that. But hopefully, it's a fun season for you. Um, I, I have a different prediction though. 
Okay, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. They go way over that. And they win the <laughs> they East. win the title. Yeah. No, no, they win the East though. They're come okay. on. They're first time playing together. Well, that's. I mean, that's my prediction for Lonzo is that he wins Rookie of the Year MVP and Finals MVP. So he's going to be the first to do that triple crown. Yeah. See, I have a different. I have a different. Prediction. You have a different. You have a different. You have a different. Uh, different, you have a different prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. There's just too many, you know, we got Fultz and Simmons are technically both rookies, so um, they'll probably be co-MVPs of all those things and also oh, win everything. Okay, all right, all right. But, but it can't be finals. Wait, they're going to lose in the finals is my prediction. Yeah, so. so but it'll still be finals MVP because they'll just. Well, it'll be like Jerry West, like, you know, when Jerry West lost in the finals and got the MVP. Yeah. Craig, Craig doesn't know about that because it happened way before 2004. <laughs> hey, he's the logo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yes! the logo. All right, well. I think that's probably a good place to, to stop yeah. unless you guys have something else. But, uh, no. but we really appreciate uh, you having us on. Yeah, thanks a lot. And uh, no, it's and fun. love your fun. stuff. And and I really, when we listen to the podcast, your podcast, we sit here and we crack up, um, but we don't listen enough. And we just really, like, I listen when we talk to you and we're like, oh, we should listen to this podcast. And then we listen to it. Well, and we're some like, people, Good. yeah, some people just don't listen to that many podcasts. So Like, I don't yeah. even get, like, I have my list of podcasts I never even get to. And yeah. um, and I really want to make sure that we listen to yours more regularly because well, I think you, it really should, syncs up with the way we talk about things and, and yeah. stuff like that. You should you should definitely listen to a few episodes uh, where I tell this most embarrassing story ever uh, about what happened to me. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I think. Uh, right. Oh, you know what? Speaking of embarrassing things happened before we go. I think okay, sure. Craig should tell his story about the embarrassing that happened to you at a Sixers game. Go ahead, Your yeah, friend. please. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, please. Maybe it's not that good. This is a super hooper specialty where we, uh, yeah, we, we divulge way too much. Go ahead. Okay. Greg. This is not. This is, you're going to be it's disappointed not by this. Not that great. So I was ten years old. Take the under in excitement. But go ahead. So Greg. I, I was ten years old and I was with my friend who has season tickets. There's parents of season tickets. I don't have a ten year old friend who has season tickets. Um, but uh, and. We got a little like get, like an action figures of like some player at the time, uh, probably Allen Iverson or something. It was before and, he knew about the NBA, so Craig just sat there. <laughs> like, staring. I don't know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> what is this sport? Um, but it was uh, it was like packaged with like a circular piece of cardboard backing on it, and so my friend said uh, we were like pretty far back in the stands, and he was like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna chuck this as far as I can <laughs> onto the court during game." <laughs> during the game and i was like don't do it you don't it's he's like it's not gonna make it he's like, i can't throw that far i was like just don't do it and he's like impulsively just stands up. he's like i'm doing it and he just throws it and it just like sails perfectly and just slides gently onto the court and they blow the whistle and they stop the game and then like all of a sudden he like sinks he's a giant jufro and um he like sinks into a seat and all you can see is like this bundle of hair popping out and then um we're like and like, no one like nothing happens the ref just pause the game and then they restart it and like whatever then like 15 minutes later like security guards from like all angles like come down the stairs there's like no escape and they just surround him and they put him in like sixers jail which they apparently have in the stadium, it just um, it just big shot the old mascots down there, and he just <laughs> yeah throws hot the, dogs at you. <laughs> with a t shirt cannon. Um, yeah, he almost uh, lost his tickets, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, we had. I oh just man, that's like a couple things. First of all, that's like the most Philadelphia thing ever to like throw something at the players. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
and Sixers jail. I want to go there. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> let's take a field trip to the ja- the jail. And don't don't some NF- NFL stadiums have like jails underneath for like all the drunk people? Or is that yeah, like the Eagles? Yeah, no, Eagles, they, Eagles had one. Okay. It's a lot. There's definitely pretty sure every Philadelphia team has a themed jail. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, because of the nature of uh, the, the fans, yeah, the populace, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Um, uh, you can, you know, you can, you. Can, I'll, I'll do an intro and a and a conclusion for this. So I'll tell everybody. All right. Is there anything you would like to um, promote besides Game of Zones and Gridiron Gridiron Heights? Is there anything you want to to put out there? Uh, uh, maybe uh, just you can follow us on Twitter. Is that yeah, a thing we Twitter. can do? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Give your give your hand. Uh, I Adam at am at Mutsack. and I'm Craig, and I'm at Mutsack Craig. Oh, it's like nice. Nutsack, but spelled with an M because our last name is Malamut. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, thanks so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Great Whoa, interview, okay. Matt. Wow, great thanks. interview, Matt. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. How, what did you think time. of my interviewing skills, John? Oh, my well, chops. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad those two guys were entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I'm the new Mark Marin. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you, did, did you like it when I got them to open up about their distant father? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah John yeah. has John, John. As we're recording this, John hasn't listened to the interview yet. No, no. Uh, so I'm just going to guess. I'm assuming you talked about Philly, about the Sixers. Uh, yeah, they're, they're about, big Sixers fans. They are. They are. This, you know, uh, but dope. Everyone, everyone cool is a Sixers fan, apparently. Everyone cool is a Sixers fan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, should we do some get at me, dog? Should we do our classic segments, get at me, dog? Yeah, let's do that. So this is where we tweeted NBA players and score points if they respond to us. This week we did Ekpe Udo, now of the Jazz. All right. Yeah. So I w- so so just to clarify, last week we said we we're going to do Kevin Durant. Oh, that's right. But that's we've right. decided Sorry, to wait because next week's episode, Dave Futernick will be there, and it's a big right. episode. We're going to preview all the teams. We're going to preview all the teams. It's called Your Team Sucks. <laughs> and we're going to let everyone know why their team sucks. Yeah, right? so because, look here, for that. because here's the thing. Youth, all the teams suck. All the teams suck. No matter, no matter what. Your team fucking sucks. You as a fan are an idiot for, for spending your time. We live in a world, all right? that every single piece of information is in your phone. You could spend your time learning languages. You could spend your time traveling, unlocking the mysteries of the world. You know, there's people who, who take NASA footage. NASA posts footage, and there's people who take their time to search NASA footage to help humanity gain stuff. <laughs> what, like they're looking for what <laughs> with NASA's footage? Yeah, they, no, they Bear- search for stars and galaxies. They they take oh, the Marv rover and they the, the Mars rover and they they detail and they plot stuff. The the Marv the Marv rover <laughs> is actually a Marv Albert's toupee. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> uh, and but instead, you spend your time watching millionaires throw a ball in a hoop. Your team sucks. Yeah. That's what we're going to let you know next week. It's going to be great. So we decided. Might be the la- to, might be the last episode. Might be the last episode. It might actually burn down whatever establishment we're in. It's going to be right, so right. hot. Uh, yeah, so we're going to save the Kevin Durant because, again, this is we're doing multiple tweets at Kevin Durant. Me and Dave are on the grind. We're tweeting at him every day. I know. John, not so much so I, far, but hopefully I John know. will. I I need to catch we'll up a little. I need yeah, to uh, yeah. uh, catch up. So let's, let's – so right. Lash City gave us someone else to do. 
Yeah, Ekbe Udo. Ekbe. So I went to his I went to his uh, I went to his profile and I saw he was a big fan of the TV show Suits. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh. Never seen it. <laughs> Don't know anything about Suits, but I uh, so I tweeted at him. I said at uh, Ekbe Udo. I said Ekbe Udo is like the Suits of NBA players, underrated, undermentioned, but secretly the best in their field. Hashtag Suits USA. Hashtag Jazz. Hashtag True Hooper. Ooh, pretty good. Love the hashtags. It's real good. Yeah. I did, uh, because we were talking about this ESPN rankings, I did this. These ESPN rankings are whack AF. They don't even got my main man, Ekbe Udo, on it. Y'all don't realize he's back? Baylor in the house. Tan fist. All right, did you get anything? Nah, man. That was a whack one. Yeah. That was a whack. Might, but- it was like a stepping stone to, to Durant, so... Yeah, but Udo, Udo, like, will respond. So I was expecting something. You're expecting something? Whatever. Yeah, tough one. Whatever. But whatever. All right, should we do a little headlines? Do a little yeah, headlines. Yeah, you got headlines? Got some headlines. What do you this got? is where we just read the news. Yeah. What's up, John? Yeah, no, no. Uh, there is news. I know we were joking earlier that there's not much right, news. There's some. There's some. But there is news. Right. So Matt's just going right. to read the news. Right, here we go. Just read the news, Matt. The Rockets were sold for over $2 billion. To Tillman Fertitta goes to show you anyone can succeed in the U.S. even if your name is Tillman Fertitta. Headlines. Yeah, that's a tough one. Probably got beat up in school a lot. <laughs> yeah. Went on to T- buy the Rockets. That's right. Uh, Terry Rozier says Danny Ainge would never trade him. When reached for comment, Danny Ainge said, "Who's Terry Rozier?" Headlines. Pau Gasol be- became the uh, Eurobasket all-time leading scorer. Oh, of course he all yeah yeah. Of course he already led the tournament in being ugly. Ooh, headlines! That one hurt. Paul, Sorry, Paul. Paul's not ugly. Hey, babe, is is Paul Gasol ugly? Oh, she just goes. Her <laughs> face. Ooh, she gave the face. She gave the face and said. And she said, "Ooh, yeah, but Mark, Mark, Mark Gasol's hot." That's what she just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Adria, Adria Gasol, the younger brother's mine. But oh, anyways, yeah, that, anon- guy, that guy's pretty good. Um, anonymous sources uh, confirmed Pau Gasol ugly. Okay. Oh well. Um, yep. Westbrook. Westbrook said he only wears each of his outfits once, then he donates it. Hmm. He said he usually gives the outfit away right after he sees it in the mirror. Headlines. <laughs> All right, that's well, it. Well, that, that's it. good. Some uh, some uh, photojournalist uh, student gets a free outfit. That's right. That's right. Right. Um. All right. Shout out some beefs, John. Well, I Any got a little uh, gorilla gorilla marketing. Oh, that's right. Pitch. Sorry, gorilla marketing. Gorilla marketing. Gorilla I was already marketing back. I'll, I'll sit up. I'll sit up. I'll pay attention. All right, pay attention. So check this okay. out. I saw right. on the Twitter, right, mm-hmm. uh. That there is a thing called Virtual Scout School. Okay, okay, so it's run by TPG Sports Groups. There's a lot of people you've probably heard of. The president is this guy, Pete Philo. You know, uh, Fran Fraschilla is a part of it. Uh, you know, probably Fran. You probably heard of uh, Drew Hanlon, who is a trainer of the stars. You also got Keith Smith, real GM. Shout out to Keith, our boy at Almighty. Uh, and what it is, is it's a year long, like virtual scout school. So if you want to be an MBA scout, you know, you can pay this money and they'll mm-hmm. teach you how to be a scout. My okay. thought was. Sounds not like a scam at all. Okay. No, no, no. If there was a listener who wanted to be a professional scout, right? Okay. Because people obviously, if you're into basketball and you want a basketball career, you must 
listen to the Super Hoopers. I mean, obviously, right? Oh, obviously. I mean, it's yeah. just like obviously. Yeah, just, like, it's a required research. Yeah, you follow Zach Lowe, you follow us, you follow Woe. Then that's it. That's it. That's it. Stop. Three. Stop after Stop that. Three. Yeah, you're done. Uh, you're done. Maybe Shams. So I was thinking if there was a listener out there who really, really seriously wanted to be a scout, maybe we could offer a scholarship. Oh, um, a Super Hooper okay. scholarship. And how much is it uh, to do the scout school? It's not much. Not much at all. I think it's like uh, seven, all right. $70. That's it? That's it. That can't, that can't be official. It's nine. It's $10 a month for 12. Oh, wait, maybe. Okay, so 120 Sorry. 120 Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. If some, maybe someone could write us and we'll give them a scholarship. This thing, this seems like a scam though. Why are we, why it's like giving a scholarship to Trump university, John. No, no, are these doing? are, these are legit people. Well, Fran Frichilla, right. well, Fran Frichilla, these are like, it's like a whole thing, whatever it's, it's a hundred dollars. But if this person actually went through and became like a real scout, we'd have a source, we'd have a real source. We'd have a real and source. And they'd owe us, mm. Matt. They'd owe us. They'd True. have to be. They got their You know, start. like this is kind of like the booster. We this is how we become boosters. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. All right. So yeah, why not? If you want to, if you want to do the scout school, write to us. We'll pick somebody. And we'll we'll give them a scholarship to the scout school. Yeah, and we can do it also, per month. So like, if like two months in, they're not reporting back yeah. useful knowledge, right. we'll fucking then cut them out. We'll take we'll revoke their scholarship. Also, please go to GoFundMe where we're gonna fund the scholarship. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, All right. Shout out to Beefs. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Or, shout or, out to Beefs. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's good. Shout out to Beefs. All right. Let's do uh, it. Let's shout out. I'm going to shout out uh, Zach Lowe. Oh. Uh, never heard yeah, of him. Yeah. He, he had a really great podcast this week. His podcast was like, this week was one of the best I've heard. He had a guy which, which on one? who wrote a. Um, forget the guy. It was Seth something. He wrote for the Wall Street Journal. Anyways, okay, I didn't the guy, to that one yet. Yeah, it's really good. So this guy wrote this book where he went, he found like the most successful teams of all times, of all time, in multiple sports, and then he examined each team to try to figure out what was the commonality. And his thesis was each team had like a captain who wasn't necessarily the best player, a captain who kind of motivated the whole team, who like kind of set the precedent that they everyone else followed. All right. So every team had this. He wasn't expecting to find this. It wasn't his thesis going in, but that's what he found. So I don't know if you you know if you buy it or not. But it Wait, was just say that just again. A, he had a captain. He each team each team that was successful had one guy who was when that guy got there they started winning and when that guy left there oh, they, they started losing. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. How funny would it be if like he got like his big theory was like I studied all these teams across all the all across the world. And the secret is black guys. They're just apparently they're just better at sports than everyone else. So, like, like we took a bunch of Chinese guys and then we added one black guy and he was no, better than all of true. them. That's not true. That's not true, John. Is that a thing? It was like no. I think I'm pretty sure I think he looked at. I think one of the teams was like uh, a, a Cuban. Well, okay, that's not going to work. I think one of the teams was like a Bulgarian a Bulgarian soccer team. So I think. So, yeah, John, but once they once once the brothers play soccer, it's over. Uh, well, whatever. Anyways, I thought you were. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be a great research project. <laughs> no, my point was like it. I mean, it, it it it's not it's not true for every NBA champion, but the great teams do have that guy who like really held them together. And in the NBA, it actually usually is the best player, or it's it's one of 
one of the top players. Like the the examples from the NBA he looked at was uh, the Celtics, the '60s Celtics with Bill Russell, and then the uh, the Tim Duncan Spurs. Got it. Got it. Well, I also I I could see that because I'm a big believer that there's like people that are just really really good at things Mm -hmm. and at like such a different level like there's just like people who are like oh that guy can turn a team around because he's so good or basically these guys are exceptional at leadership and they know and it's not like and it's leadership by example it's leadership when no one's watching it's kind of it's the stuff that uh dame lillard does like zach Lowe mentioned this is the stuff where dame lillard's texting the guys late at night like be ready and he's like taking people aside like you know after the huddle and practice stuff we don't see and also he's just setting the example of working super hard and like dang that guy's working hard i gotta do it too yeah and as a laker fan i got excited because it sure sounds a lot like kcp lonzo ball kcp contalvius caldwell pope poop as 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 cj toledano told us on a previous episode uh kcp doesn't talk yeah so uh it's Lonzo. You know it's Lonzo. No, no, it's you know that's Lonzo. what Lonzo it's does. It's probably Lonzo. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. And that's why I like Lonzo. I do think that there are certain players. And, and I see it in all sorts of things. Like, you just you could just meet a person and be like, yo, that guy is successful for a reason. He is. Right. And also, you see it. I mean, you see it on films. You see it with directors. There are some directors that everyone is, like, willing to work super hard and, like, you know, go the extra effort for. Oh, and even, like, a lot of, like, you know, I've been in a couple corporate worlds where you're just like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that's right. why his team is great because when you talk with him, he has it. He just has it figured out, you know. Yeah, it's the way they they would describe me as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now what, I have. What happened? Now though? I have <laughs> the a team. Yeah, I have the greatest podcast in the world. Oh, that's true. And if, that's if true. you look you at are, the stats, this are, podcast wasn't that great until I showed up. That's true. That's, that's really true. true. It really took it really off. Took off. You, and if can, I leave, yeah. I don't know where this podcast will go. You know. I mean, you heard you heard the interview without me. So that's true. Yeah, and then I'll let I'll let the people judge for themselves. <laughs> you let them judge, yeah. You let them judge for yeah. themselves. So um, I got. Yeah, go ahead, John. I, oh, actually, before I start, uh, I got a couple. Look, here's the thing. Obviously, we are currently writing the book of why we're never wrong. Yeah, come on, John. Where's that? But, you're slacking. But, but as usual, you're slacking. There are a couple corrections from last week. Not oh, that no. we were wrong. It wasn't what that we, we were do? wrong. You got like some people in the audience just listened wrong. Oh, I see. What happened? So, like, some say? people have said, like, hey, when you were talking about Young Way Koo, you had said that he was on the L.A. Rams when he was on mm. the Chargers. See, I knew he was on the Chargers. You guys just heard wrong. Oh, I see. You know? Also, um... You know, everyone's first first mistake was watching football. That, that was their first mistake, caring yeah. Caring about football. That was the um, first mistake. So, shout out to Young Way of the L.A. Chargers, which is still weird to say. Also, uh... Couple of people, not gonna name names, said that maybe like uh, you know when we were joking around about my wife or my fiance saying that you know the health insurance thing and that she wasn't <laughs> doing that. I want to be clear that we were joking. She ain't going no. Okay. She ain't going nowhere. Like shit's locked down, folks. All right. <laughs> who, who did your mom listen to the podcast I, or something? I just, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna. Say, we're not gonna. We're not gonna say who. Who listened to the podcast and was like, "Oh shit, John's 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 relationships on the rocks." <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd rather not say that person may or may not be in the room with me right now. Okay, <laughs> just saying she might not be smirking right. at this, and I might not, right, right. and I might have been 
told to say this on this pod. I don't Oh, another uh, look. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. Anyway, things are good. <laughs> things are good. Things are always good. We just got jokes. We just got jokes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to uh, tell a story. I got I got a shout out beef. Go I don't ahead, know what go it ahead, is. Go ahead. Uh, probably beefing. So here's the deal. I'm beefing when you go to the bathroom. I work in a big corporation, right? And mm-hmm. you ever you you do too, Matt. And there's custodians, right? That clean the bathrooms, right? Right. You've been in the situation? Well, sometimes they're I've, like I've I've gone to the bathroom before, yeah. yes. Uh, and sometimes you, you got to you got to poop, right? Right. But you don't want to poop right after the custodian is cleaned. I think okay. it's very disrespectful, right? The guy's cleaning, sure. he's working hard, and you don't want to just be like, "Yo, I'm a, I'm a just like rip this bathroom up," right? Mm-hmm. So today I go to the bathroom. I'm like, "Oh, I got to I got to go. I got to poop real bad." I walk in and the dude's there. And he's a nice guy. I say hi to him every time. He's like, buddy. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll audible. I'll just go pretend like I have to pee, right? Not going to blow up this Mm -hmm. dude's spot. So I go pee, and then I'm like, I'll just go to the second floor, right? And poop up there where no one will see me. So Mm -hmm. I go start pooping, and guess who shows up? The custodian. Uh, So now he's cleaning up. clean that one. And now I got to go to this meeting, but I can't leave the bathroom because I already said hi to him. I can't. Have him be like, wait, didn't you just pee downstairs? Why are you pooping upstairs? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to like wait him out, but I got to get to this meeting. So I'm just trying. He, but he's probably, but also he's he has pro- to clean the stall you're in. I know, he's, he's waiting, waiting for, me. for you. He's waiting for you to get out. So, it's a standoff. It's a, it's, it's a Mexican standoff. It's a Mexican, that's very racist of you, Matt. Actually, it's not, you, it's not really a Mexican standoff. Yeah, but. well, there's a chance he may have been Mexican. I don't know. Oh, that's true. That's I'm, very sorry. True. I'm sorry. You, I apologize. You just assumed I it. I, I was talking about the cinematic trope. That's very okay. true. Very true. Hashtag not racist, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I just had to, like, wait it out and go to my meeting late, but... You know, that's just that's just. So I guess I'm beefing with that. I don't know why. Uh, so why are you late today, John? Well, I got in a standoff, a pooping standoff with the janitor. <laughs> See what? You know, nothing. That's true, though. It is at at work or something. If you're, you know, if you're doing your business in the stall, and like you know the guy next to you, you never want to go out at the same time. No. You gotta wait. No. You gotta gotta stagger. Yeah. Gotta always stagger. <clears throat> Yesterday, I got out at the same time as one dude. I guess. We made because there's a mirror right at, outside the stalls. Uh, we just made yeah, eye contact and was like, do "Ah, it. you were the one pooping." And then it was just like, yeah. "Head down, wash your hands, get out." It's just the worst situation. Yeah. Oh man. Also, I don't know. I'm since we're on this topic, let's just go to it. This is a weird episode. I haven't yeah. noticed it. Where I think dudes just wipe their butt really weird. Mm. I'm like, I'll see them. Like you know, how you can see people's feet. Right. Some dudes got weird standing position. I don't know what they're doing. They're facing different directions. One dude was like, I don't know. He was perpendicular. I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what what technique are you using where you, you, you got both feet pointing 90 degrees it's, from the toilet? I don't want to get into it. It's too, yeah. It's Right? It's it's wild. It's the Wild West. Whatever, a, you know. Is there multiple ways? Your boat. I, don't, I thought yes. there was only one way, and that was just like. I didn't. I didn't oh. know that you could. Wi- I didn't know you could wipe sitting down until I was like thirty-three. What? Wait, what? I didn't even know wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so I didn't you're, know it's you. <laughs> it's you. I didn't know that was an option. Wait. I didn't know you could do it sitting down. I thought you had to st- stand up every time. Wait, what? Wait, what do you mean stand? Like how stand up? Stand all the way up. All and then knees wipe. locked. Yeah, not knees locked. But, knees you know, locked like, out. Standing up. Yeah, I didn't know people did like sitting down. Until I was like way old, and I was like, "Oh shit! I guess you could do it that way too." All right. Like, how tall? How much are you standing up? Like, just like, are you stand up? Like, like stand up. 
Get perpendicular. <laughs> Get perpendicular with it. No, I just stand up. You know. See, I didn't know. I, would, I didn't that's, know. That's wild. It's wild See, I didn't. I west. thought there was only one way, but I guess. Well, there's multiple ways. Well, apparently. Uh, wow. Other, wow. Some people face, turn around and face the other way. I don't do that. That's that's weird. ridiculous. That's I mean, but you that's, stand up and do it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but, we got oh, wow. this is this is off this the rails. Is, this, is, this is off the rails. There's but there's one thing I wanted to beef with you with. John. Oh, what was that? I'm saving it for the end because I think it might end the podcast. Oh, I got to beef with you first too. You want go you ahead, want beef with me, beef with me. Just go I ahead, get it out of the way. I want to beef with you because I I listened to the last episode. Oh no, what I do now? And you edited out a lot of me calling BS on your conspiracies. Well, yeah, because there was there was sections. <laughs> what there was a section where you called BS on the conspiracy theory while you were watching the video, and then later on you're like, "Oh, I watched the video. You're right." So I cut out the part where you were like, "Were yelling at me about the video because you hadn't seen the whole video yet." No, I had watched the video. I did come around a little to the possibility that the uh, '84 draft was rigged. But you also you were saying that like oh there's no video evidence of the Bucks and the Sixers 2001 playoffs and then later in the episode I just Googled it and there was mad videos. Oh yeah, I might edit that yeah. out just to make make myself look better. <laughs> so beefing with that, I might have done hey, that. Hey That's hey, true. you That's know true. what? Though? That's a legitimate beef. Editors got to hey, edit. But hey, look man, editors. Editors got to edit. I got gotcha. you. Know? Uh, exactly. Beefing with you. All right, go ahead. Uh, and, and the what, I saw you. I saw you on Twitter. You're against lottery reform. What's oh what's, yeah? What's your problem, man? What's your problem? Why do we need lottery reform? We just need to bank it. Just it's like like we can make it better. Like why why are you trying to like stop it from making it better? Why are we making it better? I don't know. You can always make things better. No, you no, can no, always you improve can. things. Not always. Here's here's, no, here's the, my question. Here's my question about it. What what's it's worked? It's absolutely no, worked. You look at the well, Sixers. First of all, you look at the Lakers with Lonzo no, Ball. No, you look no. at the Knicks with Chris Stapps. It depends on your definition of worked. It's like, I mean, I just think it could be more fun. And, I mean, I think we could make it so that these teams have less incentive to just throw games in the last three months of the season. So, I don't know. I think it could always, things can always be improved. The, the idea of like, oh, this is how we've always done things. That's never a good place no, to start. No, and I agree with that. But I'm saying, I think the lottery has absolutely worked. And I think it's, it depends it's on the, again, teams I, that go I don't, to the like, bottom I, tend to get out. All right. So, I... I not all the time, but yes, there have been some teams who were able to get a generational star from the top of the draft. But that also ignores the four months of like crappy basketball that we have to watch where these teams are like clearly throwing games. So, and also, I don't think it's that, f- I, I think the lottery could be more fun. Like, if every team is in the lottery, that's way more fun. It's more exciting. That whole like lottery show where they pick it out, that, that could be like and then here's what's gonna know. happen and then you're gonna get a team that jumps a bad team that literally needs help like the lakers needed help the lakers no, absolutely the need help and what's you gonna happen all- is you're gonna get a team that was almost in the playoffs a good team and they're gonna get lonzo ball and the lakers will forever be bad i, I but i don't care i don't care but you like, should care I, for- no, first of all, I'm a, I'm in principle against the draft. I don't think we should even have a draft. Okay, well that's I don't a think different. We, I don't, that's a big. Game. I don't. That's a different conversation. I don't think we should incentivize losing at all. Um, but as it is, it's, there's a lot of luck in it. I mean, and you can always be good with good management. If you have good management, you will be a good team. All right, no matter what happens to you in the draft, no matter how bad your lottery odds are, or how or how bad the the, the balls bounce for you, 
you can always be good through through, through good management. So I, I don't see the problem making the lottery a little more fun and making these games mean something a little bit more towards the end of the season. I, I, I think it's I think it's a valid uh, undertaking. I think that is a straw man's argument. I think the league is the best it's ever been. But that doesn't mean it can't be better. I think here's here's it's going to be to me one of those things where you th- you think you're doing something good. And then you realize, yeah. like, oh, I, I screwed it Unin- up even worse. Un- un- unintended consequences. Unintended yes, we know all about it. And we saw that with the whole small market. Like yeah, the, the, the small market keep the small market teams keep trying to rewrite the CBA to help themselves, and they keep screwing and it themselves. keeps screwing yes. themselves. You saw this isn't we saw that this happen. isn't that this isn't that this is let's make the lottery more fun. Let's give more teams a shot. It'll be more entertaining. And you know what? If a good team lucks into a star, who cares? Great for them. But good teams luck into players. Like, we've seen that happen already. We've seen, you know, Minnesota jump. Uh, we've seen, yeah, we've seen exactly. the Cavs jump. Yeah, but let's do it some more. Let's have more teams with the no, ability to jump. That's, Why isn't that more fun? Because let's make here's it more the problem. Fun. We have crappy owners. We Why? have. So, John. So, so, let's look at the team like the Pelicans. Yeah, you have crappy. The, the worst thing that could happen is for the, the whole problem with lottery, the whole problem with incentivizing losing is you have these generational talents end up in these can't-win situations. You have Anthony Davis stuck on the Pelicans. No one knows who he is. He's playing in purgatory. They're never going to be good. How was that good? Just because th- that team sucked that year? Because And now imagine how crappy the Pelicans would be without him. Now imagine you having to play that team and have nothing to look forward to. Imagine playing the Brooklyn Nets forever. You would play the Brooklyn the Nets Pelicans, forever. The Pelicans don't deserve. The Pelicans don't deserve a start like that. Well, then maybe we'd force the situation you, to say, we'd force the situation if they didn't have Anthony Davis. We'd say, what is there's there? Why do we have a team in New Orleans? There's no local ratings. No one's going to these games, even with a generational talent. Maybe we should put this team in a place where people actually care. But that's not going to happen. You can't force that. You can't force out ownership. Look, we saw what happened with the Clippers for 20, 30 years of being crappy. And it wasn't until they got Blake Griffin till they were able to move out. We saw that with Cleveland. We saw that with Cleveland. It wasn't until they were they got LeBron that they were able to climb out of it. It wasn't until they got Kyrie. Like that's what happens. Like you look at the look how the league came about, right? You got number one picks in Magic and Bird. Now, if you had yeah, you know, look, there's two there's two separate arguments. One argument is we need a draft. We need a reverse order draft. Okay. Uh, and the other argument is like, let's tweak the lottery reform. Let's change it a little bit. I'm saying let's change it a little bit. I'd also like to get rid of a draft, but within you know, contained it within that. If, if we obviously can't do that, let's tweak the lottery a we're bit. Gonna, I mean, I don't. I, go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna tweak it, and then we're gonna have one or two things are gonna happen. It's either gonna do nothing really, and the balls are gonna roughly shake out the way we are, or it's going to make it like I'm fine with teams being bad, like whatever. We have 30 teams. It's fine if. 10 or 20% of them are bad. I, I, the Brooklyn Nets, I have ignored them for four years and it's, and I've been more of a fan each and every year of the league. Like, I don't care that there's three or four teams that are bad. It's the, I'm happy that there's 25 teams that are amazing, you know? Okay. Like, I want the Lake, like the Lakers being bad and getting Lonzo is amazing. Okay, and I don't, I don't see how the lottery or reforming the lottery inhibits that in any way. Because making it so the make it so the odds are slightly more even. Because you don't want that. That's what I'm saying. Because you want the bad you teams don't want to that. grow out of it. 
they can still grow out of it through good management. Even if you, and you're still, it's not like you're not in the lottery. You're still in the lottery. You still might luck into a guy. And if, guess what? If you're, if you're good at drafting, if you're the San Antonio Spurs and you can identify talent or you're Sam Presti and you can figure out what a good player is, you're still going to do well, even if you fall towards the back of the lottery. All right, you say that, but you wait. If you didn't get Lonzo and some good team, came, I don't, I if, don't care. And if the Portland Trailblazers came and stole him from you, you'd be like, oh, the. the, the I, no, I wouldn't care at all, John. Oh, because you wouldn't you're be confu- a Lakers fan then. Yeah, you're <laughs> confusing me with an irrational yeah, yeah, fan. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we can agree with that. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, until next week, All look right. for it next week. Big next episode, week. season wow. preview. We're gonna. I, I thought we yeah. got a little hype this week. That was kind of nice, but it's all preview yeah, for next week. Next week, week. It's, it's gonna Ooh. be wild. It's gonna Ooh, be wild. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm lots dumb. of bombs. Woo. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Keep pooping. Keep pooping. Keep pooping, and then, you know, wait for the custodian to leave. It's true. True. All right. Peace. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Hooper. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can you check it? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible. Okay, let's say you're on vacation or out running errands and you want to see what's going on at home. Or you're at home and you want to see what your dog's getting up to downstairs. With self-protection from Xfinity, you can keep an eye on things no matter where you are with live and recorded video, all on your terms. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash self-protection. Restrictions apply. Residential customers only. Requires Xfinity Internet and compatible XFi gateway. Professional monitoring not included.